It's time for a matcha talk. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. I'm Summer. I'm Samia. And welcome to our podcast where we put on our dean filters and question all the shady things that we have seen. And boy, have I seen some stuff. I was on a plane, y'all. I was on a plane. Well, wait, wait. Hang on, Summer. First, I think we need to say what's happening right now. Oh, we got something really. the elephant in the room. Well, the first... Uh, it's not a negative connotation. But the first thing is Ramadan Mubarak, everybody. Ramadan Mubarak, y'all. <laughs> we are already in the second uh, second 20 days, a set of 20 days. And I hope you guys are having a great Ramadan so far. I am actually having an exceptional one because summer is here. Yes. This is the first time we're recording a podcast face-to-face. It feels a little bit strange, but cool at the same time. It's going to take a bit of uh, getting used to, I think. It's a little interesting. Yeah, because otherwise we're like in front of our computers and we have all the things going on. And right now we got nothing. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's weird. But this is really exciting. And I think the story that you have to share with us today has something to do with you actually coming here. Yes, I was on a plane. Yeah. I did not drive here. I am not at that level. I took a plane and I came over here. And on that plane, there were some weird situations that happened that I don't understand why. Because I've been on planes before. This is not the first time. But it is the first time that this kind of situation happened. And I don't understand. I just don't understand. You're really building up the situation here. Well, it was odd. There's so much oddness about it. Okay, let me me explain. Mm. Right. So you were on the plane. Minding your own business. Well, okay, technically, we were getting off the plane. It wasn't even on the plane right now. Okay. We were getting off the plane, and both of these situations happened right then and there. And I'm just so confused. Well, one, we were getting ready. The plane has landed. We're about to get our bags. We ain't up front because... I'm not priority, whatever. I was in the middle of the plane. Yeah, like, you know, coach people. We're normal. All all right. We're normal. (laughs) So we were waiting. Now, interestingly, in the row across from me, or I should say in our entire row, it was just me and another individual. He was a pilot, I think. And he was on break or something. He was on his way somewhere. He was wearing his uniform, so it was very obvious. And it was just him on the very opposite end of the row and just me. We get up and we're just waiting. Oh, like when the plane lands and they're like, wait until they open the door and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think people might have begun up in the front row or whatever, Mm -hmm. that little place. So I don't know. But yeah, everyone was like, okay, well, now is the time we unbuckled and it was like happening. Mm Mm-hmm. So I just like, I was minding my business because I think I was texting you. I just saw your text because we had arrived earlier or something. I was like, oh, yo, like we just landed. Like, Mm -hmm. it's okay. Like, it's happening. And I just heard something is going on. And I was like, no, like, bro, like, I don't understand what's happening. Turns out the guy behind me was trying to make small talk with the pilot that's in my row. And he was just saying... You know, like, oh, it's, oh, you're a pilot. And he's like, yeah, I'm a pilot. Oh, like for for this airline? Yeah, for this airline or for this company. And 
oh, you're on a break. Yeah, I'm on a break. And like he was, you know, making some small talk like that. Suddenly, this guy changes his tone a little. I mean, he doesn't actually, he doesn't change his tone. His tone was the, the same, like, I'm just making small talk. And he just said, oh, so you work for a terrible company like this and you're okay with that? And he said something like to that effect. And the pilot was just like taken aback. There yeah, was just, because is he not also on this plane like flying right now? The hypocrisy was real. <laughs> we're not going we're, we're to get to that yet. There's so much. <laughs> but he just, he just was like, yeah, he said that comment. There was like a bit of silence. And that's probably when I really tune, tuned in to this conversation because there was a shift. Yeah. You know, people everywhere were kind of like, um, like what? And it was, you know, just a cozy little situation. So a couple of people in um, in front of us, a couple of people behind him, everyone's kind of like, the heck is up with this dude? You know, mm-hmm. like, what's going on? And the pilot, you know, I think he, he, he might have just shut down for a second. He was just like, oh, like, what do I say to that? You know, and he just like turned away or something like that. Um, but he did try his best. He was like, well, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not sure uh, you have a bad experience or something and they had like a bit of back and forth when that was happening i decided that i'm on vacation (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to get in the middle of this so i just was kind of trying to tune out and so i was on my phone and like trying to text you a longer message (laughs) pretty much but my man continued pressing the poor pilot and eventually the pilot was just like not even responding he was just like quiet and the dude was just like oh you're so you're not even gonna talk to me you're not even gonna acknowledge that i'm here the pilot could have done nothing right at that point no anything he said he gonna be wrong period but the guy basically starts harassing the pilot because he doesn't like the airline i kind of wanted to ask him you know like yo bro like what's the real deal now context i've worked in customer service from my perspective i'm like it's important to ask questions to investigate because customer service you're usually trying to give a solution but the pilot was on break i'm on break i'm not even involved shoot so i was just not feeling it Mm -hmm. the one who's harassing this pilot decides to bring me into it he's like well this this nice lady over here I'm like, why are you bringing me into this? And now we we got to talk about, and you know, I'm a hijabi. These guys ain't Muslim. And I'm just coming from Florida where we're not on people's side like that. Like, you know, like we don't pull people into other people's stuff and like you be my friend and like. Interesting. I don't really know anything about that. No, <laughs> no one does that. And I mean, just from like a, a a florida man perspective like i'm i'm gonna do my thing i'm gonna be responsible for my own thing i ain't gonna drag other people into this yeah that's yeah right and then also i'm a hijabi like why do you think i'm gonna be on your side right now like i don't want usually we're seen as the others so it was a very new experience for me oh you know mm-hmm. it was a very new experience and so he pulls me into it and i didn't want to get into it i ignored him like i never ignored anything in my life (laughs) i just look up at the front of the plane and just pretending this is not happening right now because i'm on vacation (laughs) this is not happening right now i was like this is 
but I couldn't help it because I'm like customer service mindset. But I'm like, yo, no, this isn't the time or place. I'm not involved. It's not my place to say nothing because I'm not, I don't so, care about his experience. He needs to figure this out and, and deal with it in a better manner. Just because he's dealing with it in a horrible manner, I'm not going to have to deal with that nonsense. I don't need that negativity in my life. So then what happened? <sighs> okay. So he, the man decided to tap me on my shoulder, y'all. I don't, I don't know if y'all know, but like no one has tapped me on my shoulder, like in my life like that. Like, well, I invade your personal space all the time. Well, yeah, but not some random dude who well, wants I mean, me to defend him. <laughs> his stupid like ego trip basically is what it was mm -hmm. you know i was like what and i was just kind of shocked and i'm like and he just asked me like hey man what's your name and i just said excuse me and then he thought i said samantha or something odd Susie. Susie. oh gosh he, yeah there we go there we go i told her as soon y'all i told her as soon as i got in the car I was like you would not believe so he he thought i was called Susie. And he's like, it's Susie over here. Over it. He's like, and then he goes back to the, the No, pilot. hang on, hang on. I don't know how you said excuse me for him to drive Susie. But you're like, excuse me? <laughs> I don't know. I probably just was like, excuse me? Because I was not feeling it. So he said Susie. Yeah, he's like. You know, subhanAllah, I feel like this guy was just like. You know, like, you didn't even say Susie, but he just wanted to hear a name, and that's all he heard. He, was, he seems like he was on a, on some sort of really, like, He was on a mission. Upset. He was on a mission to make some sort of point that did I, not exist with this poor pilot who was not involved. So, or me, and he's bringing me into it. So, so Susie, you know, she's very nice. Why can't you be nice? Something like this. <laughs> Which was just logical fallacies all around. But he just, <laughs> I just was just in shock for a little bit that he dared to touch me. And that's just not something that people do. And I was like, well, I guess I look approachable. Well, some are no. Generally, people don't harass people on planes either. Well, yeah, but he true. was already breaking all these norms, right? True, true. Okay, true. And then, thankfully, the line started moving. And the pilot and I were just like, let's go. I think I let the pilot go first and I was like, let me just cut in between because poor pilots not deserve none of this. And so we grabbed our bags and moved forward. This is where the second situation happens. Wow. We move forward and people are like, you know, in line or, you know, sometimes they, they grab their bag or their bag is like further down mm -hmm. and people are coming up from that way mm -hmm. so they go a little down and then they go into the aisle of another row that they weren't sitting in like you know further back and then let the people move forward and then they just kind of come keep coming back wherever their bags are mm -hmm. so this dude he was coming back and i was passing him and maybe he didn't see me or he saw me. I don't know what happened, but basically, uh, I don't know. I don't think he actually bumped into me, but he kind of spooked himself. He was like, oh, you're here kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And then he tapped my shoulder, but he like put his hand on my shoulder like a pat. He patted my shoulder. And was just like, ah. And I was like, <laughs> you know, kind of like embarrassed. Like, oh, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, Was it like on. an older gentleman? I mean, he weren't super old. He was like... 40s? 60, 50 maybe? Yeah, so like an uncle. Yeah, 
Yeah, he was like an uncle. He wasn't mm-hmm. even like father level. He was like <laughs> uncle level. And he he patted me on my shoulder after <laughs> seeing me in my hijab and, and was just like, you know, apologetic. Oh, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. Go on. And so I moved forward and I'm just like, I don't know how to comprehend why these two men have patted me today <laughs> <laughs> when it has not occurred probably in my entire life other than teachers some teachers did some teachers did there was a there was this one librarian he was pretty cool and he would give me good book recommendations and every once in a while he would he would tap my shoulder and but that was like he would tap people's shoulders like all the time that was like his thing like whatever i mean i don't know about the situation i wasn't there but i feel like the second guy was just like whoa whoa but he saw me and decided to touch me so what i mean who does that I mean, I'm not saying, like, it's wrong it's or whatever. It's just the shoulder, yeah. I'm not saying it's, like, wrong or whatever. I want to be very clear. It's no one knows. No one is. It's intent or, like, none of that problem. Well, what I'm saying is it had never happened to me before, and it happened this time. And yeah. I'm just like, why? It was a very special trip. And, you know, I didn't even, I didn't even feel like it needed to be said, but I forgot to everyone who has not seen my face at rest. <laughs> You know what I'm about to say. <laughs> Let's just say that Summer has a vibe if she just if you just see her and she's not doing anything. Displaying any emotion. The uh, default emotion is don't mess with me. I hate you. Don't talk to me. I have a resting face <laughs> with a word in between. Okay, I do. I do. That's just my natural face. So I'm like, I can imagine my... that poor uncle. He's like, whoa, but she got so offended. Oh, it's okay. Keep going. No, I <laughs> it's okay. I'm thinking the opposite here. I'm thinking, do I no longer have that face? Like, do I look approachable? All of this is moot because I wore a hijab, Samimaji. Like, the, my mask. My mask oh, was on. Oh, you were wearing a mask. So they couldn't even see my face. Exactly. That that's... must be it. Yes. They did not see that do not touch me face. <laughs> That's exactly it. So so I'm just wondering that this situation happened to you. And we do like to talk about some shadiness. Like why was the situation something that you wanted to talk about in the podcast today? Because. <laughs> like this whole idea that somehow they felt I was on their side. Well. The second guy was just odd, and we figured that yeah. that was my face being hidden, basically. The first situation was the guy, he felt I was on his side, which usually is not the case with hijabis. And I'm like, okay, interesting. The tides are turning. But also that bystander effect or outsider effect, what is that? It is bystander effect. At the time, I didn't think too much of it because I was basically like, I'm on vacation not happening i'm not in customer service mode like it's not my place let this happen let it be over but when i went to the car and i mentioned it to you you were kind of like well no i mean you were kind of in the best place to say something and i was like well well that's the thing that's the thing actually i was thinking about even when you recall the story is that you know we see all these videos now everyone pulls out a phone something's happening someone's verbally abusing or even physically abusing somebody a random person on a train or something. And then we're like, you know what? No one said anything. Like, no one said anything at all. Like, that's what I tend to think. I remember that one time a video was released where a, a pregnant hijabi was 
beaten up by this guy. It was really, it was awful, right? And then you just want to be like, well, nobody did anything. No one pulled the guy off. And we've seen this over and over again. So I can't help but feel the same way. And I'm not blaming you or anything. Mm. But I'm just saying I think that that's exactly what happens. Like you, you, uh, the bystander effect. That's what it is, right? Like, or like people are standing and people will not do until someone else does something. And then they'll be like, okay, yeah, let us do it too. They just need permission. And I felt no one felt the permission. Uh, yeah. I I understand where you're coming from. I had never seen myself as someone who doesn't though. Like mm-hmm. I, I've always done weird things and people don't. And I'm yeah. like, well, whatever, I'll just do it. Yeah. Like, if someone says dinner is served i'm like let's go it's time i'm like but, the first but one that's there that's, that's comfortable flow, that's right? comfortable. Is it comfortable but to say a guy is being a really uh, you know abusive to somebody yeah, yeah. and you're like hey no you're putting yourself in the harm's way and that's totally different but how would the thing was i wasn't coming from a place of no, I don't exactly. Know. You I weren't like, like, I'm not going to take part in this. No, you were I like, was, I was literally like, I'm not involved right now. This is the pilot situation mm-hmm. or not even his situation. I want to deal with this man. Exactly. Because that's what I felt like I would have to do. I would have to deal with this man. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not in customer service. I don't have to deal with people like you anymore. <laughs> I'm on vacation. Exactly. And that's the thing I want to talk about mm-hmm. a little bit because, because when you are trying to be, somebody when you're trying to take a side of justice it's not comfortable it's rarely ever comfortable i remember i went to a talk in that other city and it was a holocaust survivor and he was quite old obviously at this point and he was talking about his experience to everybody and i always remember this and he was like you have to be an upstander he's like i don't even know if this is a word but this is what i say upstander not a bystander like he was describing how he was in a ghetto with his, you know, other Jewish people around him. And he was a child at that time. And he was like, there was this one man who was sneak bread to us. Mm. And he was one of the people who worked, you know, for whatever. And he he said, did that. And he was like, you know, no one would think giving bread to one person, a tiny amount in a ghetto is going to make a difference when this, all of that was happening. But he was like, it made a difference in my life. To me, it was different. And so he was like, I don't care what happens, you become an upstander. And I always remember that. I haven't been tested by it. Like, you were a little bit tested by that, I think. I have never been, and I'm kind of afraid to be tested by it, honestly. But that's just something I remember. No, I just, I mean, one, another thing that I was thinking, and I, and I, I, I did think this at that time. I was like, should I say something? Like... Yeah, I think like, that's normal. What you went through was very human. Yeah, but literally what stopped me was like, I'm not in customer service. <laughs> that literally that was my main. Yeah, you thing. were like, I'm not working. I'm not in customer service anymore because I've yeah. worked in customer service but for so long, and I felt if I did intervene, what I would end up doing is asking this man those questions and get to the bottom of, hey, what's your issue? Like, what's your real issue? But you were ready to have a psychological discussion about with this no, man. Not psychological discussion, <laughs> but in customer service, is probing questions to find yeah. out the true issue. To yeah. find out the true But cause. the fact is, at this point... And I didn't want to do that right now. Exactly. And that's fine you didn't want to. 
but this this is not what the guy wanted he didn't want to sit there and be like oh the real issue i'm having right exactly. now is what happened to me three weeks ago he was just he being, was just angry and he, rude exactly and, uh, i was just like well one i'm gonna be coming at it from a let me figure out your issue because that's who i am what's your problem let's figure it out and let me give you a solution second i recognize this dude don't need that or want that right now mm-hmm. and i was just and, and third i did also recognize i was like you know it's not well, well now this is where it's gonna sound bad but i was like you know this isn't the worst situation <laughs> i was like this is not that bad because i've had worse people in customer service so i was like you know on a scale of one to ten it's kind of like a good three so you were just looking at because the pilot was in a uniform that he's experiencing a customer service situation I couldn't help but thinking of that a little bit. The dude is not there for that. I get it. He was on vacation and so am I. You don't know. I don't think he was on vacation. He's probably going from one job to the next. But oh, his maybe. job is not to be customer service. His job, anyways, customer service or not, nobody's job is to take abuse. No, don't. True. From anybody. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Customer service, that's exactly the definition. Yeah, but like you're getting it behind the mic and you put that thing, headset on your head. And then you're like, okay, I don't know what I'm going to get. This guy was just sitting and wanted to go from one destination to the next. And this person who was extremely rude decided to abuse his position. No, no, you're right. You're right. But I was just like, he is representing his company because he's he has a uniform. If you have yeah. a white coat on, you're representing the fact that you are. I'm sure inside he was boiling. I'm sure he was like, what is this? I don't mm-hmm. appreciate this. Mm-hmm. But he just couldn't say it. And I know what in a way he was wise. Because yeah. no matter what he said, this guy was all like, what do yeah. you mean? Yeah. everything's fine what do you mean you're sorry are exactly. you really it's like <laughs> exactly you know i did i was like ooh, let me do some passive pettiness and just like record this guy being a jerk i was like but you know let me tell I you don't give him none of that and i don't want that image in my like, no let me tell you something either. you know what they talk about active shooter uh situations that have happened especially with children i i don't remember where i saw this i believe it's a documentary like i saw this a couple of years ago and they were uh, talking about how children who play video games um Sometimes are, you know, like, okay, no, I didn't just say that. Sometimes the teenagers or the children who have gone into a shooting spree, they start with video games. So they will, like, kind of practice with a video game. And they were talking about all of that kind of stuff. And one thing they mentioned was, like, a child uh, was there and he had his gun out. Something was going on. And another person told him to stop. Like, he was, like, in the cafeteria or something. I don't know what was going on. But it was a public setting and he was pointing the, the gun at people. He was ready to shoot or has shot. I don't know. Something has happened. And one person said, stop. And, and the dude stopped. And he stopped. Because sometimes people are in such this weird like cycle. They don't understand. It's like, hey, you're in an airplane right now. We're about to leave. Like this ain't the time. Just cut it. And then, but you've seen videos about that too where it doesn't stop anybody. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I also remember, I'm hearing stories right now. I don't know if you, like, there was this experiment they did. You know how they do experiment on people? Like, what would you do kind of a situation? Yeah. And it was a, a police officer, um, a military guy, an American military. And there was a Muslim person in a coffee situation or a gas station or something. Yeah. And the gas station was really rude. Like, it was all a setup. Yeah. And then the military, he could have said the same thing. He's like, I'm not here for this. I'm just here to fill up my gas or get my coffee or oh, get whatever. That's an issue, though. This guy wasn't even clear about what his issue was. But whatever it is, you see, like you're defining that. Yeah. But for some people, there's no definition needed. They're like, you know what? This is wrong. I'm going to say something. So you're saying I have a bad moral code and that's fine. 
<laughs> that's that's. I never said that. I said you did a very human thing. I feel I I um I am grateful for you validating my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm 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 also in a position where I always wonder this, right? Like, what would I do if something like this happened to me? I don't know. I hope I will say something, but I'm afraid that I might do exactly like you. I, I am not. I'm too small for this. I am. No. I'm a short person. I cannot handle this guy up on me right now. No, it wasn't <laughs> even about that. See, that's the thing. I'm like, for me, it just wasn't. It, it was important a blip enough. on the radar. It was a blip on the radar. Mm -hmm. It wasn't important enough for me to intervene. It was just like, yeah. this just being stupid. But it's I feel not, bad about the pilot. He's not even being clear about why he's upset. I will have to find out why he's upset. Because I'm not confrontational in that, yo, stop doing that. I would be like, uh, what, what seems to be the problem here? That's literally what I would have said. Yeah. And that's, I'm, I don't care what the problem is. <laughs> yeah, you know? but this is, a, the point would be, I don't know. I'm thinking about the ideal, ideal person. If it's, if it's, if it's so personal, personal view, if it's a crazy situation, something wild is happening, I'll be like, bro, step back. I don't know. That's something. what I hope too. That's what we all hope. But it's not an intense situation. But it's a, it's a psychological effect. Maybe another person had said something in the back. Then he would have been like, okay, fine, fine. I'll say something too. You don't no, know. I but, made a decision. Yeah, you did make an active decision. I made a decision but to stay out someone of could have Someone could have stepped in and that might have influenced you. This is just psychology speaking. What? You've heard about that case, right? With the murder that happened. Of course everyone's heard about that case. Yes. But I have always strived to not be and I'm going into why I did this and I would like to say mm -hmm. that it's simply because it wasn't important. Yeah, to you it wasn't important. Yes, yes, to me it wasn't important. But to the pilot it was very important. It was important. Can He's we... old enough to know. Like, no, but can we just understand their different perspectives? And me, I'm that kind of a person. I'm like, oh, but you never know. The pilot could have been having a bad day. He probably received a bad call. He got some bad news. And here he was trying to like cope with the situation. And comes this random ignorant guy yelling at him all up over the place. I mean, he wasn't yelling, but yeah. You know? Yeah, he was being stupid. But that's just me, right? And I'm like, oh my God, the poor pilot. That's not right. But everybody has a different opinions. Of, and I think that's what makes it interesting because to you, this was not even important. But maybe to somebody else, it would be like, okay, this is unacceptable behavior. This should not be happening in public. And I'm going to say something about this. Very Karen-y. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think Karens tend to be justified in when they speak. No, I feel like a Karen <laughs> would have handled this well. She would have been like, you better stop right now. No. He is a pilot and no, he serves the, us. And the, how dare you say that standing on a plane to this pilot that drives us around. No, the, step back. the Karen personality is not about speaking up for the right causes. So no, a person like that would probably be the person who was talking badly to the pilot because she or he had a bad experience. Oh my god, he was a Karen. He was. A, what is it? Uh, there's a Karen. Ken? Kyle? I don't know. It should be Kyle. Ken, I think. It should be Kyle. Well, that was my odd situation. And uh, yeah. I stand by it. I stand by my decision. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, no, I hope if some odd situation happens, I stand up and like say something. No, seriously. I'm like, odd that we're never tested with that, honestly. Yeah, alhamdulillah. Yeah, inshallah. But I've always strived to make my personality that to be the first one. Mm -hmm. to be the first voice 
that says something that mm-hmm. someone else can act on, fine. But to be the first one to do it or to say it, I've worked on that. Mm-hmm. But this time I just didn't feel it. Yeah. I don't know what that says about me. No, I just, like I said. I need therapy. No. <laughs> Human experience. That was your response. Mm-hmm. This was a good conversation. And I'm glad we had this. Face-to-face. Yes. Face-to-face. Inshallah, I'm not sure if we're going to do a video recording face-to-face. I know that sometimes we do a video podcast. We haven't done a video podcast in a while. I'm not really sure. I mean, that's just me talking. I'm not really sure where that's going. Well, the video podcast is because the the putting it together can be very complicated. Well, Well, hold on. Let me, you know, let me just say. It's a lot of work. Oh yeah. So we're kind of like well well that's basically it. We gave it a shot, we tried it, and it was just too much work and we're not outsourcing well, no. anything. Actually at that point it was working and then mashallah your job position changed. Your situation changed and then it just became a little bit more difficult to do that consistently. Exactly. And that's where we are right now. Like I was like, Oh, I was thinking about it before and I was like, Oh, someone would come over you can do a video recording, but mashallah, now you're working throughout the day and you can't do video recording at night. It just doesn't work. So anyway, I just want to put it out there. I know we were doing video recordings before. I'm not sure. Maybe we'll randomly do one here and there. But at this point, I think audio is where it's at. And we're very glad to have you all here. Don't forget to continue this conversation. What did you share with us? What do you think about what Summer did? <laughs> Would you? Do you think that the situation could have been different, could have been handled differently? Or do you totally sympathize and understand Summer's situation? That she was like, I ain't time for this. I'm not here for this. This is really nothing. We're about to leave, get off the plane anyway. This is about to end. What do you think? What would, How would you have handled that situation? I mean, let me know I'm wrong, y'all. Put it in the matcha talk hashtag. Put it in the matcha talk hashtag, Instagram. I don't know where we are. Or just send us, send us a message and let us know what you think. Yeah, say salams, all of that. Tell, tell me, tell me I'm wrong, y'all. That's tell not. Me. I feel it. I feel it. I feel Why? the judgmental air. I no, just do you have no? <laughs> That's not it, Summer. It's it's just not it. Well, let's see. Inshallah, yeah. let's see based on the responses we get. Inshallah, one day maybe we will. Uh, patch it up yeah <laughs> until then thanks for sitting down and having some watch with us y'all mm-hmm. see you next time assalamualaikum assalamualaikum